0: Call to the booth. It's championship week. Man, we talking coaches' hires, Deshaun Watson, and we got to talk NFC Championship. Paul, drop that beat. Tom and uh, Drew Brees, we got to see that great matchup. And now they want to see, you know, A-Rod and Tom. So this the matchup that the world want to see. This is the matchup that you want to see, that I want to see. You know what I'm saying? Two goats, man. They don't get no better than this. Yeah,
1: so I, so as for the people who are watching on our YouTube channel, Akib is in his home studio because I think, you, as you just referenced, I guess there was a positive test at your gym so uh, you, you have to quarantine for how long
0: for well, 14 days so it says hey, 14 days just to you know you could you could you could get symptoms up to 14 days but you know I'm trying to do my part man keep the spot not at the gym though not at the gym in the fam in the fam so you know we got the house separated you know what I'm saying gotcha. I'm good I, I'm negative I'm good on my side of the house. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and I got to keep the gym safe. You know, I don't want to go up there and feeling great. And then, you know, symptoms come a couple of days later, but hey, that's the crazy world we live in right now. Harrison, you know what I'm saying? We got to protect the gym, protect the studio, man. I got to stay home.
1: It's un- unbelievable what we're going through right now. Uh, real quick, before we get into the NFC championship game. So the Brady jersey that's in back of you. Yeah. Uh, is, it, is, it, is it signed? And if it's, yeah, it's signed, sure. what, 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 what does the message say from Tom Brady?
0: Oh, it just say, Akeem, you the best. Uh, great teammate, Tom Brady. Dope. That's yeah. absolutely
1: dope. Uh, name me your favorite jersey that you have that isn't that one.
0: That isn't this one, probably Peyton Manning. Probably my Peyton Manning one, you know what I'm saying?
1: Definitely. Do mess- you, must- you remember the message on that one?
0: Uh, I got I to gotta look at it. I got to read it. it. The frame actually broke, so we're getting the frame fixed right now, so it's not right here. It's, I got both of my goats in this room. One right here, you know what I'm saying? One right here. But the frame broke. We getting that fixed. So I have to tell you that the time has.
1: Speaking of goats, uh, let's get to this NFC Championship game: Tom Brady versus Ooh, Aaron gosh. Rodgers, indeed. Uh, and now Aaron Rodgers uh, has a chance here to really cement his legacy with a potential win uh, at Lambeau Field against the Green Bay uh, against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, before we go to that, let's play a soundbite that we got from Devonte Adams about the advantage that they feel they have with home, home field advantage.
2: It's a whole different game when you got to come through Lambeau. So I know, with, especially with our fans, like you got nothing in there. You in there, it's just you in the cold versus the Packers. So, I mean, we in there, we live in that, we practice in that. Coming from Tampa, ain't no way to simulate. Like, you know, we can go right. cut the heat up in our indoor and try to make it as close as, you know, to a, a early September game going out to, to Tampa, but you can't play in the freezer. So dealing with that, the elements, <laughs> just your mindset, I mean, it's hard. Like I ain't wear sleeves in seven years, every single game, no sleeves. So I'm out there just thugging it and you can't just fake thugging it. Like you got to really uh-uh. be tapped into something or you got to be able to, to just be on, on your Kobe. Like, that's what I call it. I'm on my Kobe when I'm out there, I'm just blocking it all out. And let that mental toughness take over. So, um, you know, I like us playing at home against anybody. I really like us playing anywhere against anybody, but, especially with it coming through Lambeau, I got a lot of confidence in us. All right, the Bucks are getting three and a half at Green Bay with an
1: over-under of 50 and a half. keep how you like this matchup?
0: Mm, 50 and a half, that's, that's it. I think that's a good spot for the game. But uh, these, both of these defenses is, is on fire right now, honestly, man. Green Bay ended the season great. Uh, it started off the playoff great, man, giving them 18 points. And uh, you've seen what the Bucks just did, four takeaways, And they had Drew under control all night. So I'm gonna go with the under. I think I think the defenses, both defenses gonna play a lot better than 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 people think. So I'm definitely gonna go with the under with the hot, hot defenses there. And I'm going with the Bucks plus three. You give me the time with some points anytime, I'm taking it. I like Tom Brady with points. I'm taking it anytime. So Bucks plus three with the under.
1: Okay, so are you like the Bucks with the betting yeah. line. Who exactly yeah. do you like to actually win the game?
0: Well, well, just look, we can rewind to show number one, season, week number one, Harrison, you know what I'm saying? My Super Bowl prediction was Tom Brady and these Bucks versus Pat Mahomes and them Chiefs, and I'm still sticking with my picks, so you know I like the Bucs.
1: Okay, so I I see you like that. Now, do you like this matchup, uh, potentially on the outside, Mike Evans? F- and Jair Alexander or which other matchup would you focus on and would you say is a key factor to the Bucks uh, holding up to your prediction?
0: Uh, Devontae, Devontae and Carlton Davis going to be crucial too. Uh, uh, they, I think they went at it first, the, the first matchup, right? I think he followed him. I think we probably got that on tape in history somewhere. And I think Carlton Davis was pretty successful when he did it. So it might be a little different story this time, man. He, he might have more targets. You know what I'm saying? But I like I like Carlson Davis to to stay the hot man, man, and, and contain this guy. So that's gonna be key to to, to beating uh the Packers is slowing down Devontae. And I think it's on it's on Carlson Davis' shoulders, man. They're gonna look at him to do it. Uh 61 yards last game. He's gonna have to keep him around 60, 70 yards this game if they want to win it. All right, so I'm actually gonna
1: yeah, 61 yards the last game. You're right on 10 targets. What did you see from the matchup between Jalen Ramsey and Devontae Adams last week uh, that makes you feel potentially con- that it might influence your decision making or your perspective on how this matchup might go uh, for Devontae this week? What did you see? Well, from- I seen,
0: I seen, I seen the Packers. They leaned on that run game. Uh, they didn't, they didn't force it to Devontae last week. Man, Jalen was on him. They threw him some slants. I think he caught two slants on him. He, thought a, he caught a quick little now screen, like a now pass right now. Made a little move, got up field. So I think it's going to be more the same. When you got a nice little rangy guy, you don't want to really throw him deep balls like that. Both of them guys put him deep balls well. So you're going to make him tackle. You're going to throw a quick game. And uh, that's how 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 Ramsey guarded him last week. That's, that's what gave me confidence that, that uh Carlton Davis would be able to do it this week and, and the Bucs would be able to get that win. Cause they kind of contained Devontae. I think if, if you could contain Devontae the same way, but I think the Bucks front, the Bucks front could stop that run game, and that's what the Rams couldn't do. They couldn't stop the run game with with, with just their front. You know what I'm saying? So they couldn't stop the run game without bringing everybody in the box. And I think the I think the Bucs can do that. Uh healthy Aaron Donald, the Rams may have been able to do that, but Ad was down a little bit. He was by. He was hurt out there. You could tell he was hurt. He wasn't regular ad. But I think I think the I think the Bucks is built to stop that run game, and I think that's why they were so, so successful against the Packers the first game.
1: Did you see the the comment that Carlton Davis the made about Michael Thomas? No, nah, uh, what he him, He called him all. He, he, he quote tweeted uh, Michael Thomas's stat line. Some account put it out. Michael Thomas did not have a great performance uh, and he called him old slant boy.
0: Oh, slant boy.
1: <laughs> that's what he called him. <laughs> it was uh, hey. I got I got I got to send it to you. But uh, yeah, that's an interesting matchup for sure. And then also so that's the matchup we're going to be focusing on. What is your X factor for that game, whether it's a player, whether it's a position group? What do you what do you really see as a defining uh, factor that won't be as publicized as Devontae Adams going against Carlton Davis, the third?
0: I think it's AB. Harrison. I think it's definitely AB, man. You're going to need that extra weapon uh against this defense. They got two good corners who can match up. That third guy is going to be crucial in this game. You need a healthy AB. We don't know what the we don't know what the injury status is, is yet. Hopefully in there. Hopefully he in there and we get a full speed Buccaneers roster so we can really see the show, you know what I'm saying? So I think if he in there it might get ugly man it might it might can get ugly like it did last time if you're not in there man it'd be a close game be good but i'm gonna lean on ab ab going to be the the he going to win his matchup if if he plays he going he going to definitely win his matchup so that's my x factor for the game
1: yeah so as of tuesday he is labeled as day to day with a minor knee injury he had that mri uh, and it turned out that he it, it seems as if he'll be just fine, even though he only caught one pass for 10 yards in that game against the Saints. But we saw the thing with Tom Brady uh, in crucial, in crucial downs, one pass to Tyler Johnson. So he got the ball to Cameron Brate often. Uh, as you pointed mm-hmm. out, he has no problems going to the other guys in this offense. And I think that's really what makes them unique. On top of the fact that any time. Uh, Leonard Fournette or Ronald Jones uh, could help them in the running game as well it seems like a very diverse offensive attack and maybe too much for the maybe too much for the the Packers to to withhold
0: I mean we'll see if they can withhold it but it's a lot of weapons it's a lot of ways that they can attack you uh just like just like the Chiefs man Chiefs got multiple ways they can play the game multiple ways they can attack you multiple weapons everywhere and they got a quarterback who can Figure out your de- <laughs> figure out your defense and, and attack it. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I like these boys, Harrison. and that's why I like these two teams. They are dangerous. A lot of weapons, man. They got a hot defense, so I'm riding with them.
1: Hot defense. Uh, I doubt that the Packers can win uh, if they have four turnovers like the New like the New Orleans Saints had last week. Uh, let's give, let's go some prop bets real quick. Uh, Aaron Rodgers over under 283 and a half passing
0: yards. Oh, that's a good number. That's like, that's the spot I think it's going to be at too. So 283, I'm going to go, I'm going to go under. I'm going to go under. If he, if he throw for over 283, they going to win. If he and them 300, they hundreds, going to win a game. So I'm going to go under because I don't think they're going to win the game. So under 283 for A-Rod.
1: Okay. Two and a half passing touchdowns.
0: He will throw two touchdowns though. One, they let one guy get behind them, one little red zone touchdown like he always has. So, over two touchdowns.
1: What was your mood when you saw him do the pump fake to get into the end zone last Saturday?
0: I knew it was up, man. When, when A-Rod, once he get to running and feeling good like that, throwing balls in the stands, I said, oh, man, they I knew I knew, the, I knew Green Bay had that momentum, and I knew A-Rod was on his A game. So, he dangerous when he play like that.
1: So one of the bigger matchups in this NFC Championship game will come with Mike Evans, who did get a uh, receiving touchdowns against, against Marshawn Lattimore last week, going against potentially Jair Alexander. I believe the over-under in this prop bet is 64.5 receiving yards. Uh, before you give me your prediction on that, Akib, how would you uh, prescribe stopping Mike Evans? Or would you actually try to individually stop him as opposed to just corral the entire uh talented unit of wide receivers. How would you approach that as a de- Well, man, a you got your hands
0: for You got your hands for regardless. So it, 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 I always think like Bill or try to think like Bill. I'm going to take away what you do best, you know what I'm saying? Whatever you did to get you to this point, I'm not going to let you do that to beat me, you know what I'm saying? And that's Mike Evans. He another 1,000 yards. I don't know what he had, 15 tubs or something like that. So definitely got to throw Jair on him, man. Got to try to take him out the game. And uh and, and and you know put my second guy King, whatever you gotta guard good one, and we'll see how that goes. So man, you definitely gotta put Jair on him. And if they put Jair on him, they play a little man, they mix it up a little bit, but they play, they play a nice handful of man, man. I'm going over for Mike. He got that size advantage. Uh he had them 13 tubs. I said 15, I think it was 13. And he got that size advantage. And he got the goat throwing them to Rock. So man, I'm going Mike Evans over. What was it, 63,
1: 64 and a half, 64?
0: Oh, I'm going over to 64. I like him for about 85 and a tub.
1: Yeah, that seems a little good, a little bit of a lower number. Yeah, that's uh, low, for, right? Mike, that's pretty low. That for seems Mike, right? low. Uh, but yeah. I will say th- I will say this though. Earlier this season, he had one reception for 10 yards uh, in this same matchup. But obviously, things mm-hmm. change over time. Definitely. Now Antonio Brown is there. Uh, Chris Godwin is there and healthy now. We've seen the emergence of Cameron Braith. Obviously, Robert Gronkowski's there. Tyler Johnson's catching passes. Scotty Miller's catching passes. It's very difficult to corral one guy with the with the approach that Tom Brady and uh, Bruce Arians and that offense has. All right, so that was our NFC Championship game preview. We're gonna preview the AFC in our upcoming show on Thursday in audio, Friday on video with Bills Mafia legend Andre Reid. But before we do that in our final segment of this show, we're gonna look at the quarterback situation in Houston. Is Deshaun Watson staying or is he going? Is Eric Yannemi gonna join him or is he gonna stay in Kansas City? A bunch to discuss, stick with us. This is called to the booth. Support for Call to the Booth is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. And big news from Manscaped, they just released their new cologne sent to help you feel good and smell good all over
0: at all times. Now, who knew smelling good could actually feel this good? And, and, and Manscaped is trusted by over 2 million men worldwide. So don't get lost in the shuffle. Don't have bad below the waist hygiene. Join the movement, Manscaped.
1: And that 2 million people that are that approve it, the men, I'm sure the women approve it as well too. It comes into a nice, great package. We've talked about on Manscaped before on the show with the perfect package, 3.0. It comes with the trimmer, comes with the ball wipes. I mean, it has literally everything you need and then you just throw in some cologne and you really have everything that you need in order to, uh, well, what, how would you say this, keep be in playoff mode. Yeah, Super just to be Bowl you know, ready.
0: Just to be ready for the game. You know what I'm saying? You don't know what's gonna happen in the game, but you wanna be ready for that game, right? You know what I'm saying? You don't want no, you don't want the female to not feel your vibe because of your smell. You know what I'm saying? So we could check that box with Manscaped. And I'm not really a cologne type of wearer, right? So I got my pack from Manscaped, you know what I'm saying? I busted open laugh at the ball, whites. Uh, you listen, know I'm saying? I spray the cologne just to check it out. I'm like, oh, it smell cool. About like 45 minutes, you know what I'm saying? Wifey came in and you know, I'm like, what's up, baby? She's like, what's that? Where you been? And I'm like, what, baby, what? And she like, man, the cologne, I said, what you got on cologne I said, smell good. She said, yeah, it smell good. So look, she think I was going, about to go do something or coming from somewhere. That's the vibe, the smell gave her, you know what I'm saying? so. Y'all better get on board with it, man. It's the truth.
1: Uh, These personal stories are the best. You know what to do. Go to get your 20% off with free shipping uh, with the code NoFlyZone at Manscaped.com. One more time again, that's 20% off with free shipping with the code NoFlyZone at Manscaped.com. Look good, smell good, feel good with Manscaped. We're back with more Call to the Booth, getting you ready for a big championship weekend in the NFL. But there's some teams hoping to get to championship weekend for next season. Seven head coaching spots <laughs> seven head coaching spots have been open uh, in the league. Five of them have been filled. Uh, we'll go through some of them with Akeem, and then we'll talk about the Deshaun Watson situation before we get up and out of here. The Jacksonville Jaguars have signed former Ohio State uh, head coach, former Florida head coach, Urban Meyer. What are your initial thoughts, Akeem?
0: I think it's a great, great pickup by them, uh, they're gonna draft. They're gonna draft. Uh, what's Clemson? What's my dog name? No, Trevor I don't know Lawrence. the young boy's name. Trevor Lawrence. They're gonna draft Trevor Lawrence. It'll be a great start, man. They got a bunch of money. He has shaped the team how he want him. He had a quarterback that he want, and uh, he got a lot of power there. So, great pick by Jacksonville.
1: I wonder if Urban Meyer is gonna be able to get back Telvin Smith in, in 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 the organization or participating with them. Telvin Smith was a hell of a tackler for them. Uh, it was a hell of he a player. Not- period.
0: Yes, right. yes, But I mean, I, mean I, don't, I don't know if Urban Meyer is going to be able to do it, man. That's something Telvin Smith got to do. Uh, he was the one who decided not to play, and he's going to be the one who who, decide, who have to decide to come back.
1: For sure. Uh, so let's go to the New York Jets. They hired Robert Sala coming in from the San Francisco 49ers, uh, the first head coach in the NFL of Muslim descent. So that is a signature landmark hire for the NFL. There are some other issues that uh, have been happening with diversity hiring overall in the NFL. But... Uh, for that alone, that is commendable. Uh, what do you think about the hiring in itself?
0: I think uh, another great pick, great pick, great leader, defensive-minded coach. Man, he got a good start. Uh, he got a great middle linebacker. What's my dog name?
1: C.J. Mosley should be on the way. C.J.
0: Mosley, there you go. C.J. Mosley got a great middle linebacker, a great quarterback of the defense, and uh, Quentin Williams on the D line. Man, he got a a, a great start. Man, he 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 get max. He get the max potential out of the guys uh on the team on defense particular and uh he a great leader man so he gonna have to pick a great offensive coordinator and, and get his quarterback situation in. and he got some big boy decisions to make but I think man whatever team he would have went to they would have been good but just because his presence man you he, he, he a great leader of men so them guys gonna be ready to run through a wall for him so just great hire with Robert Sala.
1: They have Sam Darnold at quarterback right now. Interesting to see what, how that progresses going forward. Another team with a young rookie quarterback or a young quarterback that actually seems to be ticking up uh, is the Los Angeles chargers Uh, with Justin Herbert. There looks like the future is very bright and they backed Mm -hmm. it up with getting Brandon Staley from the Los Angeles Rams. He gets to stay in LA and now he's going to be in charge of the chargers. No pun intended. Uh, How do you, what do you think about that hire?
0: I think another good pick, another good pick. Uh, they like what they got at offensive coordinator right now with, uh, I think it's Sean, I can't remember his last name, Sean, Sean stench or something like that. But uh, I think they like that situation, man. That They was productive with it. And then uh, that quarterback coach is Pep Hamilton. So I think they feel like they want to win right now. The Chargers want to win right now. They feel like if they clean up that defense right now, get Derwin James back, they got Chris Harris over there. Man, they got Shane, Shane, St- Shane, Shane, that's what his name, not Sean. Yeah, Shane, Shane Stenchin. Shane Stention. So I think I think they like that situation right now on offense. But uh, if they clean up that defense right now and, and they get it, have a top five defense to match that offense, I think they like their chances to win right now. And if, shine, if Shane was able to go get another head coach job, you know how they go, man. If, if officer coordinator, they could lead. If they go, I feel like they got Pep Hamilton right there. They ready to put him right in place. They got another great leader, another great officer coordinator right behind Shane. So I think that was a great pickup for them, man. What they had in place, I think they ain't kept it in place as of right now. But I think they'll keep that in place, man. They should. That was a good situation for Herbert, for Justin Herbert. And, uh, and uh, I think, I think they'll clean that defense up and they'll be a contender next year.
1: They have a lot of playmakers on that defensive side of the ball. As you mentioned, Chris Harris Jr., Derwin James hopefully comes back healthy. healthy. Uh, Melvin Ingram, Joey Bosa on the D-line. They could potentially get into that mix in the AFC with the Chiefs, with the Bills, as teams of the present and future because of how well Justin Herbert played in his rookie year. Let's go on to another team in the NFC North. Uh, We'll see how their future uh, will turn out. Dan Campbell coming in from New Orleans, he was the tight end position coach. Uh, So not a typical hire uh, for a new regime there in Detroit. Dan Campbell, the new head coach of the Detroit Lions. What are your thoughts?
0: I don't know much about Dan Campbell. I remember him as a player. I remember he was a tight end, maybe my early years, early years playing, but I don't know. This is one of them hires where, you know, you throw your hands up, like, you know, somebody pop up out the blue. We got a tight end coach. He emerged as as a, you know, as a head coach, so man, it, it must be something about his leadership. It must be something about how he controlled a room that made those guys fall in love with a man. But I don't know. I feel like I, I feel like it could have been better. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how those
1: guys in the locker room respond to him. Obviously, Matt Patricia is no right. longer there. Uh, we'll have to see what happens with Matthew Stafford. Uh, they pretty much didn't have Kenny Galladay for the entirety of the season. Uh, it looks like they'll be reshuffling things there in Detroit for at least the next season. And finally, this is the last head coaching spot that has been filled as of Tuesday. There's still two more that could be filled by the time we release this, or who knows when when they actually do get filled. Uh, But nonetheless, in Atlanta, Arthur Smith coming from the Tennessee Titans to now be the head coach replacing Dan Quinn, uh, who was the head coach, and then Raheem Morris, who was the interim head coach for a while there to end the year. Arthur Smith, the new head coach of the Atlanta Falcons.
0: Your thoughts? Again, I think it could have been some better done there, man. Just you know, it's it's hotter names. It's, it's 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 better ways to set up the organization than nothing against nothing against Arthur. I think he had to be a great leader. If Raver was calling the defense this year, he probably really had his hands full and, and and controlling that offense. And and shit, they was the you know they had the team on their shoulder. That offensive line, that run game, and and Tannehill, the quarterback, had the team on their back for real. So. He gotta be a great leader, man, leading them, leading that group of guys. But I mean, they was turning, they, he was letting the offensive line be physical. They were turning around, and handing the ball to Derrick Henry, man. So I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't fucking rocket science, in my opinion, <laughs> man, I, it, it, But if I was Arthur Blank, if I was the owner of that situation, I would have seen that situation in Houston. I would, I got the number four pick. I would immediately dangle that number four pick, try to get me a, a Deshaun. I would have promised them the enemy. I would have matched the enemy with Deshaun, Atlanta, you know, a nice, nice urban community, man. It would have been perfect for the city. I would have been thinking for the future, you know what I'm saying? With the enemy and Deshaun there, I would have been in one of those Arizona Cardinal-type situations where my head coach and my quarterback is married. We're going to be good for a while, you know what I'm saying? The the, the city, the Atlanta Falcons, as far as football, is, is, is good for a while, you know what I'm saying? I would have been – in that kind of mode, you know, that's, that's the way I would have went with it. But hey, they went with Arthur, man. We don't know. He probably going to keep Matt Ryan as the quarterback. I would have been ready to make some moves, man. It was an opportunity there for Atlanta to, you know, go to the next level. Keep Raheem Morris as the deep coordinator. He's doing a, a great job, man. He'll take that deep coordinator spot. So I think they could have did something better.
1: And with Drew Brees potentially retiring as it's been reported by Jay Glazer, uh, there could potentially be an opening. We don't know how long Tom Brady's gonna play. Uh, the Panthers are still in somewhat of a rebuilding, reshuffling mode. Exactly. That NFC South could have been for the taking, And if you're the Houston Texans, you would have been able to get Deshaun Watson out of the AFC, which is something exactly. that they're probably gonna want to think about doing if it they- It all need. makes sense. Not bring him back, I like that idea. With that being said, give me your take on the Deshaun Watson situation in general. I obviously, people who listen to the show, they know I do. I, I cover the NBA as well with Danny Green, who's now uh, in the Philadelphia uh, with the Philadelphia 76ers. We recently saw what happened with James Harden. He pretty much forced his way out of yeah. the Houston Rockets and onto the Brooklyn Nets or maybe the Philadelphia 76ers. He ended up with the Brooklyn Nets. We don't see that much in the NFL where guys really get to strong arm their way off a team and to a preferred destination how do you think Deshaun should move with this? We've seen comments from guys who are legendary with that franchise, like uh, Andre Johnson kind of say uh, they don't want his career to go to waste. He needs to get out of there. We saw the uh, post-game interview or post-game chatter between J.J. Watt and Deshaun Watson, where J.J. pretty much apologized to Deshaun for kind of wasting a year of his career. Can an NFL player pull a James Harden now? Is that is that still something that it's kind of barred because of just the way salary structures are and things of that nature. Can it actually happen? Can I mean, can he force his way out of there?
0: He can. I mean, if you if you if you are adamant about you don't want to be here, you're adamant about I'm not, you're not gonna get nothing from me, man. They get rid of you and try to get fun, something for you. You know what I'm saying? And before they get nothing from you in the season. So, I think if he if he make it clear, if his team make it clear that he don't want to be there, that he want to go, he want to go right now. They'll get it, it's, a, it's enough situations out there where they can get something from him. If if the Jets thinking about staying with, with Sam Darnold, then he might can go there. If Atlanta thinking about, you know what I'm saying? If, Al- if Atlanta thinking about moving on from uh uh Matt Ryan, Not- he might can go there. So it's, it's opportunity is there, man. He just gotta be adamant about it and there's no going back. Once you said there's no going back, man. And I personally think he need to move around Uh, you don't like how they're making decisions. Uh, You think race has something to do with the the decisions that they're making there. You don't want to be a part of that organization, man. You need to let that be known and uh, move around. So why it's here? This is the opportunity to do it right now. So can't wait too long. If you're going to do it, Deshaun, you got to do it now.
1: So that's how you would play it if you're Deshaun. But let's say you are in the Houston Texans management. Uh, You're getting a lot of bad press uh, for this situation. And you're potentially letting go of a top three, four, five quarterback in the NFL. Yeah, you might get a great return, uh, but at the same time, you're letting go of uh, a, a potential Hall of Fame caliber quarterback. Right. On top of the fact that uh, it might feed into some negative, uh, some of these negative stories that are coming out about the franchise as well.
0: Do well, you if I'm, if say- I'm, Go ahead. If, if I'm in Houston, Texas texans organization if i'm the spokesman for that organization we don't even have these problems because i'm gonna be promising eric the enemy a job on the low yeah if anything come out it's gonna be oh we was tampering with eric the enemy <laughs> because i'm gonna be on him too early you know what i'm saying it ain't gonna be no question Deshaun like him Deshaun, he already want him i'm gonna be just hoping that i hope he a great leader i hope he a great leader i'm gonna just be praying that he a great leader i'm gonna be praying that he command a room once we bring him in but he gonna be on my schedule to be, he gonna be my number one guy, no question. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna be trying to find ways to, to you know, shape my team to look like look like the Chiefs as much as possible. But that's what I'm gonna be doing. So we wouldn't have had these problems if, if I was a higher up with the Texans.
1: Okay, so that, so uh, before we get out of here, how do you predict it does end? I know how you'd played if you're Deshaun. I know how you right. play it if you're the Texans. Give me your actual
0: prediction. I think the Texans come to their senses. They got to, I think they got to, they got to interview with Eric bien now. I think he he, he just now hit their radar, but I think they want, I think Deshaun Washington is so special. They want to keep him and uh, Eric B might end up in Houston. That's how I think it's going to end up.
1: Yeah, Everybody be, uh, happy. If you're, if you're a Houston sports fan, you got to be hoping for that because it's got to be really you lost. You lost Harden. You can't get the return uh, for Deshaun Watson at least in the immediate future, and that's going to put you behind the eight ball because you got guys like Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes already running amok, uh in the conference. On top of Justin Herbert potentially, the Cleveland Browns potentially being around, uh, you really have to do a lot to, to hold your standing uh, within the, the within the conference uh, before you even try to win the Super Bowl. So I think that's pretty much it. Uh, looking forward to a lot of fun this weekend. Make sure you check our episode on Thursday audio, Friday video with Andre Reed, AFC preview, NFC preview, and a have a little special thing as well for our listeners, especially those who are tied to the Denver Broncos. Stay tuned for that. We'll, we'll cue you in a bit sooner than later on that. Akeem, any last words?
0: Call to the booth. Subscribe. We'll see y'all soon. <laughs>